want to start by saying this is definitely going to be a heavy topic, but also a really good one about some really important and authentic and essential things. And I mean, that's why you're here, right? I know why you're here. You want the real in real time. And that's what I got. The subject matter of this episode is all in the title. This is So I Resigned Part 1. So let's get this party started. Hey guys, this is Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol and you have reached my podcast. Life things. Here we talk about the things that happen in life, whether it be ups or downs or moments in our lives that feel like they're going sideways. Most importantly, here we are safe, here we are free, and authenticity is the name of the game. Dude, I have a podcast. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> first things first and that is i devote my life to god to jesus christ and all of the right in my life just gives glory back to god i have free will i make my own choices i'm given so much grace i'm given so much protection and guidance and favor in ways that I cannot conceptualize, explain. And the way that things pan out in my life, it is nothing other than that. It is nothing other than the glory of God. There is no magic, there's no formula. It's grace and it's God. All right. Resigning is scary as crap. <laughs> Without the laughs, that was nervous laughter. Um, yeah, it's it's off the chain. God provided me with a a cushion that allowed me time to undo some of the bad habits that were created by involving myself in the politics of corporate America um, and come back into myself, into who I am, into who God says I am, into those who know me say I am. And there is where I found clarity and direction and purpose. And so I resigned to the notion that someone else could determine how much value I brought into any space a organization into an office into a project or relationship because I've already been given the value and I had to resign to a world and or to individual spaces that were determined to tell me how valuable I was based on their need, their want, or however they felt that day. It's so inconsistent and ever-changing. The one thing that doesn't change is how much God values you. It's very sure and very certain and reinforces the fact that the value that I have is something that no one else has. It's unique to me. With that said, there are two verses I want to bring to your attention that essentially speak to the amount of value that he places in us. I mean, there's Genesis 127. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. And then there's another that just speaks to the amount of value that God has for each one of us as individuals and obviously collectively. And it's 1 John 3, 1, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. 
Then we have Jeremiah 31.3. Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. He reassures us over and over again of how important we are to him and how invaluable the gifts that he placed inside of us are. Really, there is no comparison saying that we're the only ones in this world that can bring what we have. And so really like value shouldn't be a question. And so in resigning to those previously mentioned notions and inaccurate beliefs, I then decided to lean into myself, lean into God and place my value in that. After that happened, and because I'm connected to people who also see my value, which is a blessing, um, I was presented with an opportunity. So the initial offer essentially went against everything that God was clearly redirecting me from. Essentially went against all the things that were critically important to me, like time with my family, time with my daughter, being close to my daughter in proximity. Um, so I had taken, I had taken the time to say no thank you and no more, to reflect, to dive inward and upward and actually map out the things that were important to me in life. When I mapped those things out, I came out with a list of things and people and practices that were and that are essential to my well-being, my growth, and my productivity as a human, navigating, producing, connecting with others in this world, which as you all will likely know by now is creating a platform and sources that promote authentic human connections also in those lists of things that was important to me lied my daughter, time with my daughter and time outdoors. I was beginning to recognize what a toll it would take on me to not, to opt out of the outdoor time. I'm trying to remember, I, I could go get my planner and check, but I called it self-help, not self-help, active self-help days or something of the sort. But essentially it was days where I poured into myself. I had perfected pouring into other people, perfected that in my career and in my personal relationships. What I had not perfected was pouring into me. I poured into everyone else before me. I had discovered that this was one other thing that was adding to burnout, essentially a negative result and a chip at, a chip away at my value and my self-worth. And so that became a priority. Taking time to read and listen to things and work out and dedicating a day of that to me. <sighs> So accepting this other opportunity would also go against that. And so I prayed about it and I had a very, um, a mentor that I can really trust, which is such a blessing. I think it takes a lot of work on self. I find ones that are not good at that are usually really insecure, but some people are able to push past insecurities and not project that insecurity onto you and are able to really, really like have your back. Yeah. <laughs> and are thrilled when you succeed and um and push you to do more um yeah so anyways I had a very just tr I have a very trusting mentor a mentor that I can just really trust with anything and um because of that 
And only because of that is why I looked into the opportunity. After looking into the opportunity and I brought it back to God, he had already worked with me and mapping out what my priorities were and what I actually wanted and and need my life to look like in order to function at a productive and high level. And so I mapped that out. I was like, okay, how is that going to work? Um, and then it went right back to that valuing yourself and being assertive. And so at this point, I had very much realized what my value was. And I advocated for that. I knew what I brought to the table. I knew the experience I brought to the table. I knew how um, unique it was and beneficial it was. And even in terms of like um, advice and wisdom based on my own experiences. And um, because I was already in a position where I wasn't necessarily like, I wasn't desperately looking for something and I was almost like PTSD, like not even wanting something right away. I, um, that helped me in that time of my life to be able to be a and advocate for myself and negotiate a contract that was best for all those things that I had previously mapped out. Without the element of fear, it's amazing what you will do. (laughs) It's just truly amazing. (sighs) If only that could be a daily thing, regular thing. Like, you know what? I'm just going to pray about that right now. I just thank God for this day and this moment. I thank God for this podcast and this opportunity to connect with others. And I just pray that for those that are listening and for myself, for us all to move throughout this day, this moment, the moments that come after this week through the things that you are leading us towards. I ask that you will remove the element of fear from our lives, that you surround us with people that promote the elimination of fear and instead promote faith and the strengths that are inside of you and in the actual possibilities that are in front of us instead of what could go wrong, reminding us of our strengths so that we can see what can go right. And most and most importantly, we can see what you are guiding us to do. And so then the other things don't matter. And I ask all of this in your name, God. And I thank you, Jesus, for advocating and interceding on our behalf. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being deeply seated within us to guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. So without that element of fear, it's just amazing like what you'll do. So that's essentially what happened. And in this particular instance, they, the, uh, the person that was making the job offer agreed and saw my value and agreed to my um, counter offer. And that was that. And let me just tell you one really cool thing about one, seeing your own value and then having people around you that also see your value. By the time that I was brought into that opportunity, I was so sure of my value. And my mentor was so sure of my value that it didn't really matter what anybody thought at that point. It didn't. It didn't matter what they said or what their decision was because it was solidified. It was very much solidified in that in that moment. Both of I think both of our values were solidified to where no one could touch it with anything, you know. Um, And man, that's why that's so important to have people around you that aren't trying to make you feel small in order to satisfy their own needs because there's much there's much to be said about knowing what your worth and your value is and having people around you that know because truly then things start to become a lot more clear you start to move different act different interact differently and uh yeah man that's important that could make or break a lot of things and I'm not even done resigning. I'm not even done. I feel like it's important to know the like very real things that I'm choosing to give up in order 
to follow where I'm being led. And I mentioned it, I think in the last one, I'm a planner. I love stability. And so when there's a bunch of pieces moving and especially when they're moving in a way where you're like, this is not right, right? Like when you've been, you know, just sewing and sewing and sewing and you're just waiting to reap, you know, (laughs) and some stuff happens where you're like, "Mm -mm, it's not, that's not right. (laughs) that's not what I put into the ground and a bunch of pieces are moving for me and I can only speak for myself but that thing gets off the chain okay wait what's that smell something good I'm talking to you guys tonight from a place of quite a bit of discomfort um I I'm learning in this moment that you can both have peace and discomfort. <laughs> comfort doesn't necessarily come with peace. That's not how that works. Comfort is comfort. I'm working to allow myself to lean in to the peace as one of my friends stated this morning, but lean into the peace and not into the discomfort and the fear that a lot of times comes with that discomfort. Because another thing that I learned was how much we do not have all the answers (laughs) and how much we have no idea what's going to happen. Like I, I heard God's voice six days before I actually saw like the, I heard him tell me to do something. It was six days later when I was actually presented with the opportunity to do so um, in a way that I couldn't have planned. I couldn't even have come up with if I wanted to. In fact, when I heard him, I like hit up one of my homegirls and was like, so this is what I heard God tell me to do. That's crazy, right? Like that, that must just be me, right? Um, yeah. So that was less than a week. I learned how much can really happen within a week. Also this past summer, I lost a childhood friend. Um, he was young, early thirties. Um, we loved him very much. In a week he was fine and gone. So, um, it's just something that we didn't, we didn't think me and one of my best friends, um, who was married to this person, we didn't think we didn't even, I mean, it was just so like, what? Like we just, (laughs) it's hard to put into words, but we couldn't, again, we couldn't have even thought that up that we would be dealing with that this summer. Um, And the list goes on and on and on. Truly it does. But I think the important message here is that it's essential to relinquish the pretend control that you think you have because you don't actually have it. And um, at any minute, your life can change. And so you have to put your your faith in something that's actually uh, never changing. And that being God, because everything else, honey, moves and shakes. <laughs> yeah. And don't assume with that being said, don't assume that, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month. And I realize in a lot of instances, that's easier said than done. But I, I'm really saying that resign to the idea 
that you know what's going to happen tomorrow because <laughs> you don't. Um, so that's that's one of the other things that I resigned to. And lastly, I resigned to allowing anyone or anything in that did not promote the positive things that God placed inside of me and the strength that God placed inside of me. Um, I resigned to putting other people's needs above my own when really it should be a give, give the best conversations that I have, like with my girlfriends. It's like at the end of it, you feel, you feel like, wow, like I offered some good stuff and they gave me some good stuff. Like you just end up leaving like almost on a type of high. It's a give, give thing. And that's how the relationship should be. No one should feel depleted or weakened. And we have, we go, you know, ebbs and flows, right? Yeah. But really, really, truly, that's what I resigned to. And that's probably more of a, it's not like more of a fall, winter thing. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, that's why I'm like, I'm still resigned. Like it didn't even stop then. And maybe it won't stop Ever. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, resigned to um, allowing other people to put their their needs over mine um, and putting and allowing myself to be in relationships where I was made smaller or shrunken in order to fit within their their comfort the comfort of their own reality you know a lot of times they're in a situation where they don't want to change and they're fearful they're fearful of changing and so um, when you're placed there then your strengths are also weakened because they don't have the strength to feed themselves, let alone their other relationships. And so, you know, and that's no hard feelings at all. It's one more thing that I resigned to. I resigned to allowing fear and doubt to control my my moves, my steps, my decisions, my lack thereof. A lot of times I was I was in positions where I would procrastinate in order, you know, I was I called it self-doubt procrastination. And that's not what I'm experiencing in this moment and today, but it's it's all very much related. Sometimes we can allow the fear and doubt that we have in the abilities that God gave us long before we even discovered that they were there to that. And that meant giving up things that seemed acceptable to others, but were truly not acceptable to the person that I was put on this earth to be. But a lot of times we allow fear and doubt to become so prominent in our lives that that's all that we see. And we It completely blocks our view of the talents and abilities and the light and the strength that he instilled in us because he didn't give us fear. That's, that's not from God, you know, that's not from God. And so when we allow fear and doubt to completely just block, and I'm speaking from a place of, listen, I did this today, (laughs) like, Right. Like sometimes we can allow fear and doubt to block us so much that we just start moving and making decisions based on that. And that is not that's not a way that I want to live. And I completely resigned to that. So I don't know if this episode was anything like anyone predicted, (laughs) but I am more than happy to answer some questions um, and then discuss them on the next episode, which likely, you know, will have nothing to do with this. But again, I can't see what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone next month. (laughs) 
(laughs) you know, and I'm dropping an episode every month with the occasional surprise episode, maybe, but no promises. The promise is once a month, I'm in the air. It's you and me. Once a month, you got me all to yourself. But yeah, make sure that you subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode drops. I am not dropping it on it every Monday at 2 p.m. Nah, homie. So you got to hit that subscribe button so that you know when a new episode has dropped so you don't miss it. Because listen, timing is everything. And the day that it drops is going to be a purposeful day. And I need you to get it on that purposeful day. You heard? You heard? (laughs) All right. I am wishing you all a beautiful day. I'm wishing you full hearts and hearts around you and light around you and inside of you that brings you to a place that you could have never imagined before. And I look forward to chatting with you guys on the next one. Maybe, maybe I'll have a guest on the next one. Maybe I'll do that. Who do you think it'll be? How do you know it's not already recorded? (laughs) Okay, 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 I'm really done. (laughs) This is Life Things with Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol. You can follow me on social media at Maquita Danielle. That's on Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can follow future blog posts and check out the old blog post on polishpistol.com. And I'll see you on the next episode. Episode, episode. Bye.